This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. We are doing the Uddhav Gita chapter 6 verse 45 onwards. And this is the last few verses left in this chapter so it is just going to give you an idea about what is this sage all about hmm? the person who is a devotee of the lord what does he actually do so chapter 6 uddhav gita verse 45 in the consecrated ground through secret mantras in the body one should worship the atma with eatables etc in all beings one should worship me the kshetragnya with an evenness of vision now for all those who love to eat this is a very good verse <laughs> because krishna here says okay all that you like to eat please eat there is a, there is a difference in what he is saying over here in the consecrated grounds <clears throat> what is the consecrated ground the consecrated ground is this body itself there is no consecrated ground anywhere okay so it is the body he is talking about your own body <clears throat> sorry through secret mantras in the consecrated body through secret mantras means what are the secret mantras the secret mantras are those which are supposed to purify whatever that you ingest whatever that you do it's a purificatory mantra if you have seen these pandit ji who come and do all kinds of prayers they will take some water and some you know grass and something they'll sprinkle it all over isn't it they are purifying you have seen people again use water and various other things along with gomutra in it and then they do <clears throat> like that <laughs> all over the place cow urine consecration i mean purification of that in the same way think like that so there are special words which can purify you have seen even in the church or in various other places where a person is blessed with the water you know holy water that is kind of a purification ritual think like that so in this body a person when he uses purificatory words and does something like ingestion of food when he is eating food what does it do it is worshiping the atma assume that the atma is inside the body assume i'm just telling you to assume not necessary that it is there but atma is everywhere think the atma is inside the body and we assume that 
the worship has to be done so what do you do first you purify the place and then you offer something isn't it so if i have to think like that in the outside world also there are places where people they pray to a certain god or goddess like the mountains there are so many mountains no kailasha is there himalaya is there so so many places are there vindhyachal another beautiful place so suppose you go to that mountain purificatory rites are performed and you can pray to that mountain also doesn't matter what do you do you offer something over there don't you offer it's the same thing done in every temple and every other place so think like that this body is a temple where the atma resides and you are going to offer it something he says like eatables so even in the prayers don't we offer eatables we offer some pedas or this thing or that thing some kind of thing in some places they offer puliyogare <laughs> in some places they offer shira right who actually loves it people who eat it love that so whosoever in whichever place likes it one important thing over here in some places you see when we go to the temple we think that they are going to give us something to eat we keep on looking around here and there and there is nothing to be given especially in the konkan belt in maharashtra and goa they don't even offer you teeth and such places you know you feel cheated over there <laughs> you go to the place and they are not even offering you a teeth so yes there are places where they offer you teeth as well as some prasad like that some places they will offer you think exactly like that where you are offering some kind of a food liquid or any other kind of offering so in that way you worship me krishna says some people do this kind of activities and they worship me how does a person worship with evenness of vision now evenness of vision is what is called as an equanimity think there are lots of people who have negativity with regards to some religion people places whatever krishna says why are you having this kind of a negativity why are you having sometimes oh this is a very consecrated place this is a very holy place i was just now listening to a satsang where the person says the power the energy the person was having person is having energy he is exuding power but think about it you think that krishna is sitting in that body to exude power and all those kind of things i mean just imagine krishna is sitting here look at me look at me look at me i am exuding power 
Krishna doesn't even have to do any of those things. If you think that somebody has, you know, his hair is glowing. Oh, I can see the mountains on top of his head. What are you talking about? It's all nonsense. You have everything inside of you. Don't look out for that somewhere outside. Okay, there is no some Swamiji or uh, some person somewhere that is going to exude those kind of things. You can say that that person is having a great following. Fine. Find it inside of you. Krishna says you can find it inside of you. Don't bother here and there. He says, have this evenness of vision. So if you can find it even in your father, mother, your dog also doesn't matter. You see a dog also. I said the word dog. You know the reason why I said dog is because there are four dogs following my guru. And those who know about these four dogs following my guru, Dattatre, they are called the four Vedas, by the way. Would you like to pray to Vedas? Of course you would like to pray to Vedas because they are the holy books. Right? Scriptures. And they are very, very holy. So you may find even in a dog. Doesn't matter. You can find even in your own stomach, by the way. You want to feel happy and all that. Eat good food. Alright? So Krishna says, find this divinity in some place. Alright? With evenness of vision. Alright? Evenness of vision means don't say that somebody is bad and somebody is good and this one is holy and that is not holy. Whatever you feel holy, you please go and accept it. Doesn't matter. Alright? So, now he is even defining it still further. So, verse 46 says, In all these abodes, one should meditate on my benign form with four hands in which are conched discs mace and lotus and should worship it with concentration. So in all these abodes, that means even a human abode, it doesn't matter. If you find some God in some human being also, doesn't matter. Find that person. Find that place. Find that mountain if you want to. Find whatever that you wish to. And you feel that that is holy. Please look for me in that. Can you see me in that object? Not necessarily, uh, you know, an image, okay? Think, I am in that object. With evenness of vision only, you will find. When you find that, then think as if I exist in that object and in my four arms is Shankha Chakra Gada Padma, right? So Krishna says, see like that. And then worship it with concentration. Worshipping me in that object with concentration. This is the way of finding me. Alright, finding Nemo, like that finding Krishna. Hmm? So we move to the next verse again now. So chapter 6 verse 47 he who thus worships me through Ishta and Purta with concentration remembers me and through the service of sages attains to perfect devotion for me. He who worships me through Ishta. Again, 
your ishta ishta is that which you think the god exists in remember these words ishta means now suppose i take a small black stone and i say god exists in this black stone some call it shaligram whatever that you feel you may just look at one image you know like this kind of a picture it might be there suppose you have a picture like this and you think god is sitting in that doesn't matter see that ishta in that thing see that god in that object and what do you do give it some offering give it something suppose you see god in a human being also give it an offering some food something to eat something to drink whatever you may offer clothes you may offer whatever that you feel like first purify the place remember this the process is very simple first purify the place then make an offering do your prayers and all that don't forget the prayers otherwise you'll say na okay you eat first and <laughs> then we'll see no you can do your prayers and offer it so when you do this kind of a thing then remember me what did he say in the previous verse think i exist in that picture that person that place that location whatever that you think is the ishta think i am residing in that in my four armed form got it it's a simple formula krishna has given follow this formula by the way you will understand this is how you can see me and then you can make an offering and through the service of sages okay service of sages means what i think we have been doing this you know for a very long time the sages are the one who will call the pathway to god isn't it pathway to god means they are the doorway through the sage only you can come to me isn't it who is a sage the guru the guru is a sage he is also called a devotee he is also called a sage he is also called the guru now through this gurus seva most important part is the seva of the guru you think i am promoting no 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 i am not promoting anything over here <laughs> it is written in the verse so i am just reciting this thing to you okay so sequence number 1 see god in that object with evenness of the eye okay then purify the place consecrate it then next is do some offering do your prayers do some offering see me krishna in that object in the forearm form right do the seva to the guru and then you will attain perfect devotion to me follow this sequence got it sequence is very clear and you will find krishna really okay so we are really at the end of this chapter so verse 48 says o uddhava there is almost no other efficient way except the bhakti yoga due to the association of sages 
for i am the goal of the sages so when you are associated with your guru or with your master spiritual master a real spiritual master okay not somebody who is going to give you some some talisman or some kind of a mantra and say okay go do this and give me 5 lakh rupees no not nobody like that <laughs> you have to have a real guru okay and please if you if you think that this guy is supposed to give you some kind of a mantra you are absolutely mistaken mantra is not the ultimate way of getting to god please do remember this it is not that mantra is like think something like you know like you are a trained dog trained dog you know the trained dog after he has undergone training the master says moti bring me my newspaper <laughs> you understand moti bring me my newspaper and moti goes and brings it these are his magic words bring me my newspaper and moti will go and get the newspaper and every day the guru says moti bring me my newspaper think like that what do you think is that mantra mantra is a switch which opens up the love isn't it love for god mantra is a switch which opens love for god in a different way you start looking at god as if he is a lover something like that all right it's just an explanation for the term mantra so you may get a mantra from the guru and when you get the mantra from the guru then you can go towards this destination there is no efficient way except this bhakti marg any person who follows any other marg whatever the marg might be think like that now you can go and get diksha from some guru who tells you you know this is this what you are supposed to do please remember that whether it's going to take you towards krishna no way it is just a halfway place you know it is like if i have to go to say a particular location all right if i have to go to say a, a small town in india there is no direct flight from here to there so from bangalore i may go to delhi from delhi i may go to some place and from some place i will go to that place so so this is what happens where you cannot reach that destination now suppose you are going to meet the dalai lama somewhere in the north you can't go from bangalore straight to that place there may be no direct flight so there is from here to there there to there there to there somewhere like that and maybe take the final is like a taxi cab or something like that all right so to reach that destination you have to go this way so i hope you understood but if you want to directly meet god krishna says in verse 48 this is the most efficient way the most efficient way is called bhakti yoga how do you get the bhakti yoga through the association of the sages means through your spiritual master you will be able to achieve this particular path so let us take it 1 2 3 4 5 6 stages what has been explained in the last six verses 
What does Krishna say? First, find your Ishta. Ishta is what? Whatever that you feel God exists in. Alright? It could be a stone image, it could be a picture, it could be a, you know, maybe a small uh, stone. Doesn't really matter. You can find it. Once you find it, consecrate it, clear it, purify that object. Purification of the object is a must. Then what do you do? Then you do some prayers and then next thing what you are supposed to do? Consecrate it. Then offer something like food and something like that. So if you think, you know, that you have to offer, say, sweet pongal, please offer sweet pongal. You want to offer puliogare, offer puliogare, whatever that you think is right for that. Right? So if you think, you know, this, I will give you one example, one or two examples for you to understand how this is done. Then what is the next thing you are supposed to do? Seva of your guru. One step I missed out. Krishna says, find me in that. How do you find him in that? So first you think Krishna is there in that object. And which kind of a Krishna is there? The four-armed one. Right? Find me in that. Service to the spiritual master. And this is the path which is the most efficient path of reaching God. Did you get it? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Example, like I said, I will give you an example. Let us say I go to Jaipur. And I buy a beautiful image from there. Now the image looks very pretty. I just buy it. Or I go to a church or some such place. And in the church I get an image like this. So if I go to the church and I get an image like that, I go to Jaipur, I get an image like that. What am I supposed to do first? Purify it. True? Correct? Purify the image. Then, after purification, do some prayer to it. Right? Prayers to that image? Hmm? Consecrate it. Next step, after doing the prayers, what did he say? See, he says over here, worship it and then offer something to it like eatables etc. So if that image you think, you know, is Krishna image, offer some eatables. Eatables means some prasada, you know, you make some offering. Whatever offering that you wish to make, please offer it to that object. Then what do you do? Then he says, see me, Krishna, in that object. What kind of Krishna you have to see? In all this, you should see me in the benign form. Not that not that angry form. See me in a benign form with four hands. Four hands which have Shankar, Chakra, Gada, Padma. I want you to visualize me in that object. Then, worship it with concentration. Right? Now, after worshipping it with concentration, this is called the worship of my Ishta. 
with some objects purta remember me think of me then what do you do through service of the sages why sages because the sages are the one which will take you from here to me they are the doorway to me krishna is giving this entire sequence i hope you got it now i'm doing the last verse of this chapter now i'm going to tell you this profound secret even though most confidential for thou art my servant companion and friend so krishna is telling uddhava now krishna remember is in his last legs that is he is dying so he is telling uddhava now i will give you the most suitable secret secret to achieve this perfection so that you can reach god all right right so now today we are beginning a new chapter chapter 7 from the uddhav gita it is called the last message of shri krishna verse 1 and 2 the lord said now in this particular chapter the beginning will be he is going to give you various points just understand them one by one the lord said yoga discrimination piety study of the vedas austerity renunciation rites such as agnihotra etc works of public utility charity vows sacrifices secret mantras places of pilgrimage moral rules which is yama niyamas and all those particular as well as universal none of these i say binds me so much as the association of the sages that root out all attachments you understand such a big verse this is a combination of two verses krishna is telling you something very very important he says all these things that i spoke of they are i think 20 odd things which he spoke of yoga discrimination piety study of vedas whatever that you think of you may go to some great mountain kailasha also you may go and you know jump in the ocean you may go and pray to some you know some stone image or whatever that you think all that is not going to give you me krishna says this very clearly none of this none of these items you can go and perform so many prayers also in your own house you may do you know hundreds of prayers you can call a pandit ji at home and say na i am going to do this agnihotra this that all those kind of things please go ahead and do nothing is going to change he says you may go and do some kind of a public service somewhere service you know i am serving this one i am building hospitals i am building roads all those kinds of services that a person does you may go to thousands of places of pilgrimage also you can follow yamas niyamas moral rules and regulations but none of these nothing nothing from this 
like austerity is renunciation also nothing from this binds me krishna says nothing can bind me except the association of the saints only when you are associated with your saint the guru the spiritual master that is the only way in which you can reach your destination who is that destination or what is that destination krishna the ultimate truth in scriptures which are called you know the bible or any other scripture he is called the father in heaven right he is called allah father in heaven god bhagwan whatever you want to it is the ultimate the absolutely final destination if you want to reach the final destination it is only through the association with a spiritual master so in chapter 7 verse 1 and 2 uddhava is being told by shri krishna if you want to achieve me then you please go and get associated with a spiritual master what does uddhava do after the whole uddhav gita is over of course he cries naturally because krishna is dying so he is crying after that uddhava goes to a very beautiful place it's called pushkar and in pushkar he meets his gurudev okay his spiritual master and then he gets his complete oneness with krishna you may ask me but wasn't krishna talking to him yes krishna the master the spiritual master was talking to uddhava just now that is why it is called uddhav gita then why does he have to find a spiritual master but that is the way it works the spiritual master is the only path to god and in that i have given the story i think numerous times okay have i not given this story so many times okay so there is this great place in maharashtra called pandarpur i'm just going to give you in maybe few words all the great sages are sitting over there tukara maharaj nyaneshwar this one that one eknath and all those are sitting over there and they ask this one sage who is called gora kumar so they ask gora kumar okay can you tell us who is the one who is not a pakka hua matka means what <laughs> somebody who is raw so gora kumhar kumhar is a potter p o t t e r potter so he makes pots and what does he do with the pots you see after they are baked and nicely you know put in the sun he takes the pot and does tuk tuk <laughs> he knocks them around isn't it so naturally what potter this potter does is gora kumar he goes around knocking everybody's head tuk 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 with that stick of his and then he comes to namdev and when he comes to namdev he does tuk tuk then he says oh this one is kacha 
this fellow has not achieved anything in his life. Namdev gets very upset. You know, Namdev is Namdev. He gets very upset. And then he says, what nonsense you all are talking? You think you are some great sages or what? You don't understand anything. I am the only one who sits with Vitoba, Vithala, Panduranga. I sit with Panduranga and I eat food with him. Just like Uddhava is just now talking to Krishna. Exactly like that. So, Namdev said, I eat food with him. What are you talking? I took no God. I see him every day. And all the sages over there say, I don't think you know anything. So, Namdev gets very upset. He goes to Vithala. Now, Vithala is sitting over there waiting for him. Vithala Panduranga. Okay. So, Vithala looks at him. <laughs> he knows what is happening to him. So, when Namdev goes very infuriated. He says, God, you see, you think I, I don't see you or what? I see you. I can know. I'm, I always eat food with you. You are that God Almighty. And these, all these fellows over there, you know, they think that they are some great sages and all that. They think they don't know God. Actually, I know you. Vittala Panduranga looks at him and says, you know, what they are saying is the truth. You don't know me. Namdev is flabbergasted and he says, Oh my God, what are you talking? God, you are saying these words? Exactly the way Krishna is telling Uddhava. Uddhava, please go and find your Guru. Correct? <laughs> so that you can at least reach me. Me, Father in Heaven. Me, Krishna up there. Right? So Namdev is told by the great God himself, go and find your master. So Namdev then goes to find his master. So he comes to this village early in the morning. So when he comes to this village early in the morning, it's, it's at twilight time. Now, now you can't go and disturb everybody in the village, can you? So he says, maybe I'll take a halt in one temple. So there is a nearby temple outside the you know village. So he goes over there. And when he goes over there, he sees... He says, he sees in that darkness, you know, that 4 o'clock, 3 a.m. or 4 o'clock early in the morning, he sees one guy. This guy has put his legs, both his legs on the linga, that Shivji's linga that is there. He's put his legs like that on top and he's fast asleep. So Namdev says, what kind of an idiot is this fellow? He doesn't understand. He's put his legs on top of a linga and fallen asleep. So... He calls out to him, hey, get up, hey, get up. That fellow is not even listening. He's fast and snoring away to glory. So, <laughs> the way he puts it, he says, after many tries also, this man doesn't get up. So, what does he do? He picks his legs, you know, both his legs, he picks them up like that and keeps them at the side. Now, whichever place he keeps the leg, he finds that there is one linga over there. One Shivji's linga is coming up over there. After a lot of tries, he says, Oh my God, this is something very strange. I can't understand this. So then he understands that this person must be somebody great. So he bows down to him and he says, Sir, I think you must be my master. Can you please tell me what is happening over here? So this person wakes up and says, Oh, you Namdev, come on, come on. I, I was expecting you, come. I was expecting you. As if there is some, uh, you know, some kind of a cell phone call between this person and uh, Vithala. And he says, okay, see, 
I was expecting you. Then Namdev asks him, what actually happened over there? How did all these lingas come up? So his master says, can you put my legs anywhere where there is no God? So did you get this? Put my legs where you think there is no God. And immediately Namdev realizes that God is everywhere. And my master is teaching me this. Then he understands that this is the person that Vitoba himself, that Panduranga himself sent him to. That is his spiritual master. His name was Visoba Khetsar. Visoba Khetsar was the spiritual guide to Namdev, who in turn was able to achieve the Lord. And this is exactly what Krishna is saying over here. There are no paths in which can lead you towards me. There are no paths. You can go and do yoga, you can do meditation, you can do sadhana, you can do whatever, you can do prayers, you can do whatever that you feel like in this world. If you ever want to achieve me, this is only through the association with the sages. It's when you associate yourself with the sage that you can achieve me. Now, these words were also said to all the disciples by Jesus himself. I am the way. Did he not say these words? Jesus says, if you want to reach the Father in heaven, I am the way. So Jesus says, follow me, I will take you to Father in heaven. What is he actually talking about? He is saying the sage, the master is the only path of reaching God. If you think there is any other path, you are mistaken. There is no other path. So, none of these, Krishna says, I say binds me. So much as association of the saints that root out all attachment. When you get associated with the saint, then he will be in turn able to make you reach God, Almighty Father in Heaven or Krishna, the Supreme Divine Consciousness. So, chapter 7, verse 1 and 2 gives you this opening. I think we have 5 minutes, so we can do verse 3 and 5. 3 to 5. So chapter 7, Uddhav Gita, verse 3 to 5. It was through the association of saint, O sinless one, that many who were of a rajasic or a tamasic nature, such as Vrita, Prahlada and others, attained me in different ages. Daityas and Rakshasas, beasts and birds, Gandharvas, Apsaras, Nagas, Siddhas, Charanas, Gohiyakas, Vidyadharas, Amongst mankinds, Vaishyas, Shudras, women and outcast. Everybody, anybody and everybody can achieve me. If you want to achieve the supreme divine consciousness, if you want to achieve the highest of the highest gods, that is called the supreme divine consciousness, called the father in heaven. In our world we call him Krishna. If you want to achieve Krishna in this world, the only path open to you is through devotion to the sages. Alright? Association of the saints. 
only with association of the saints. So he is giving examples over here. What are those examples? He has seen, he has said, Prita. Vritra is the son of sage Twastri. Vritra is the previous life, had association of sage Narada and Angira. So this particular person achieved me because of his association, because of his association with Narada. Narada is the supreme master also, if you remember, you know, in many of these cases, even the Ramayana got written because of this person. Think about it. Who is the person that met him? Hmm? You know Ramayana, Ramayana was written by Valmiki, isn't it? Valmiki met Narada. Narada is the person who gave him the Guru Mantra. Say Ram, Ram, Ram and he kept on saying Mara, 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 Mara. Right? <laughs> so like, like that, Narada is the person who became his spiritual master. You may ask, why is it that only one word was given to him? Well, your spiritual master knows exactly what to do with you. Sometimes he will give you the magic word. Sometimes he will go, go and sit in the corner. Don't bother what he does, okay? Never say, you know, what he is Oh, he is given magic word to one fellow and to the other fellow he is telling, go and work in the kitchen. Understand this. Your guru knows best what he is supposed to do and what he is not supposed to do. If he tells you, go and read only one word in some particular thing. Go and do that. If he tells you, Bhagavad Gita is the only path, please follow it. If he says, go and, you know, do some yoga sana, that is the way. Alright? So, don't say that, you know, oh, he is like this or he is like that. He gives one thing to another. That is the job. He finds what is exactly meant for you and offers only that to you. The rest of the things are not necessary. To someone he may say, you know, I will do 100 books with you. To somebody he will say, I won't even do one book with you. So, please understand, Krishna is very clear over here. He says, in association with the sages, just like Vitta got particular in, in enlightenment, in the same way Prahlad also got. In the same way, there are many others. So many others. We are going to do those. Alright? We are going to do those things. They are there in verse 6 onwards. Right? So, the one thing which you need to understand, the beginning of the chapter 7 of the Uddhav Gita states that if you wish to achieve the highest perfection, you want to go towards realization, you want to achieve liberation, you want to achieve the supreme divine consciousness. The only way is through the spiritual master. Right? So if you try any other methodologies, it's not going to take you anywhere. It's a, it's a way in which you will achieve your perfection. So, if you have your spiritual master with you, you got to be thankful that at least you have found him. But if there are others who have not even found their spiritual masters, that is something that they will have to find in their life. So, we are going to stop over here. We have done from verse 1 to 5. Next time, we will do verse 6 onwards. Alright? So, we are stopping over here. 
up to verse 5 chapter 7 thank you and you have a wonderful day today take care bye